0: Welcome to Cupcakes and Protein Shakes, the podcast that brings you inspiring stories and insights from the world of competitive fitness. I'm your host, Savannah Sharp, previous MPC Bikini national level competitor, WBFF pro fitness model and posing coach. On this podcast, I share my own journey to the stage and interview other female competitors from all divisions and industries, including MPC, IFBB, and WBFF. Each week we bring you new episodes full of motivational stories, helpful tips, and real life experiences from competitors of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, our goal is to provide you the knowledge and inspiration you need to succeed in your own fitness journey. So if you're looking for a podcast that's both informative and entertaining, look no further than Cupcakes and Protein Shakes. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss out on the latest insights and inspiration from the world of competitive fitness. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so be sure to tune in and join the conversation.
1: Hi, guys, and welcome back to the show. This is Cupcakes and Protein Shakes, and this is Savannah coming out to you live from um, my car. I love recording episodes in my car. Why? It's because I do my best thinking when I'm commuting, and it's silence, and i just driving and focusing and thinking. And right now, it's 7 in the morning, and I'm looking at the sunrise, and it is a beautiful day to be alive. So we're going to talk about a couple of different topics. As you know, I like to, on my solo episodes, I like to go over different things that I've kind of experienced in my life that week and give you guys some tips for mindset, mostly because I think that's one of the most important things when it comes to bodybuilding, when it comes to fitness, health, and life in general is your mindset and the way that you approach things in your everyday life. Um, you know, I've been doing like a lot of reflecting this time of year, um, used to be really busy for me. It will, yeah, it still is. It's still actually super, super busy this time of year. Um, but when I used to work for a corporate, um, Amazon warehouse, like we were really busy from October until like this, the second, third week of December, which would have been right now. Um, I used to like from college every single time of year from October to like December, I would be working lots of overtime, lots of hours. It was high stress. Uh, we had high volume work. There was just like a lot of different things that we had to do, and it would kind of settle down towards this time of the year. And just, man, I had to go through some shit to get to this point that I'm at now. And, you know, at the time I was miserable, really, really fucking miserable. And it sucked ass every single day. Like it really did. I was going to a job that I absolutely fucking hated. I had no passion for what I was doing. I liked working with people. So I found small slivers to hold on to. And I mean, one, it paid well, it had great benefits. It was consistent, it was steady. So I kept telling myself and I kept convincing myself that I needed to stay. And then I was kind of stuck. I kind of put Myself into this stuck box. And I want to use today's episode just to let you know that there is no boxes that you are ever stuck in besides the corners of your mind, really. So you create all the barriers that you are facing in your life. And it's really apparent right now because I'm like, wow, if I didn't quit and take this huge risk, this huge freaking risk, take a pay cut, have no idea how it was going to pan out. I would not have had all of these opportunities that are coming and more. I had so much fun working I right now, like every single day. It's fun. It's excited. I'm motivated. I don't mind working late. I don't mind working on the weekends. I don't mind traveling for work. I don't dread going in. I love who I work with and I love who I get to like, I get to talk to you guys, which is really fun. Like I've got to meet some really amazing people through this job that I never ever would have gotten the option to do so if I would have stayed in this box that I put myself in. Um, so this, these boxes that you put yourself in, I don't know how or why, or when we are trained to, make excuses for less than ideal situations. So whether it's your, it's a lot of, it's a lot of people's jobs and it's, it's really hard because a lot of people don't necessarily know what they're passionate about yet. They might find it, they might have some hobbies, but you know, if you have family, if you have kids, if you have, you know, bills, it's, it's really hard to make a financial leap of faith when it comes to risking like your family's safety. So I understand that, you know, there's a lot of options to consider when it comes to like careers and money and all that kind of stuff. But for the most part, a lot of you guys are are young listening to this. We're in our twenties to thirties. So like our critical years of decisions and mistake making, is kind of in your 20s and 30s. I believe that you make this is the time. This is the prime time to take risks. This is the prime time to do things you never thought were possible because you still have time. You have so much freaking time, and we are so young. And just life does not have to be in a box. It does not have. You don't. Know, if you're waking up and there's something in your life that makes you go oh my gosh i wish i could go back to sleep or i hate what i'm doing like if you have anything that you absolutely despise or it gives you stress or anxiety thinking about it you need to really really sit down with yourself and like ask yourself like why do i continue to do things that don't make me happy that don't serve me is where i like is, is what i'm doing on the daily Like if we multiply this by five years, am I going to be happier in five years or am I going to be in the same spot, but more miserable because I wasted five years and I kept thinking about this. So what initially led me to quit Amazon uh, was podcasts. Believe it or not, (laughs) I listened to so many podcasts. I, I listened to motivational podcasts. And what kept coming up was passion and your happiness, and it just it just really spoke to me. And sometimes I feel like I have to give that back to the world through my podcast because there's someone out there that might benefit from hearing it. Because there was a very 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 specific podcast. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly the words that they were saying or who it was by. So don't don't ask me. But. I just remember after I had listened to it, I had been going back and forth and debating whether I was going to quit. I listened to it on my way to work, as I normally did because I still had commute. And I kind of let go and just said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I'm going to go do something I love. I want to work in fitness. I don't know if that's being an online fitness coach. I tried doing that for a little bit. Um, it didn't necessarily work out how I wanted to, and." I try to do it on the side. I'm like, okay, I can do, you know, social media. I can do marketing. Um, I can do all these different things. And I actually had an interview scheduled for a very, another good job. It was going to be paying better than the current position that I had at Amazon, but it was going to be the same thing. It was warehouse HR management and I had it scheduled and I didn't want it. I knew I didn't want it, but I scheduled it anyway because I felt like I had to make more. I felt like I needed to do that. So during that week, um, a miracle happened. I got a text that said, Angle Competition Bikinis is now hiring. And I really was like they are literally in Linux. I was like, how cool would it be to get to work there? Like how cool would that be? I was like, it'd be a lot less stressful. I feel like it'd be a lot of fun. So I, I, I Kind of put all my eggs in the basket. And like right now, I get to travel to fun events. Like this past weekend, I got to go to Bombacon. Me and my other suit stylist, Deb, we got to go visit the Bombacon and meet like 80 different athletes that were on Team Bombshell. And we got to dress in dresses and do a Wednesday party and I get to help design suits and just talk about prepping and hear the stories of different athletes and like. Hearing the stories of the different athletes is just so it makes you really, really think. We you know, we met some really incredible women, we met women that were battling, you know, cancer and still competing, that were battling a lot of them, hormonal issues like more severe than my own, that were battling, you know, depression and loss and all of this different stuff that's going on behind the scenes of these bikini competitors that you see on social media and it just is really eye-opening because everyone's going through so much hard stuff but i feel like this sport is a, like a slice of, of of happiness you know you can't control a lot of things that go on around you you can't control how other people react but you can't control what you put in your body and what workouts that you do how much cardio that you do and working towards a goal that's why i love this sport but going back to the boxing i think competitors connect with each other a lot better than the normal person is because we take ourselves out of these boxes and we kind of step outside of our comfort zone to get on stage because it is, you know, it's it's very different than most people do not want to be in a string bikini on stage for the entire world to see their pretty much half naked body, right? Uh, yeah, normal person does not think about that kind of things, but we do. And it's normal to us. It's normal to eat our Tupperware. It's normal to eat healthy. It's normal to eat um, in baggies or in bring your food to trips where it's normal to have your water jug and you don't think anything of it. But outside of the sport, there's a whole world of people that don't know how great fitness and health is, how great you could feel when you start working towards yourself. So like right now, if you're listening to this and you are thinking about competing or you haven't even started your fitness journey, and I'm not really sure what you're waiting for. For me, it was an escape way. Anytime I was at the gym or if I was working on um, Instagram or social media on my podcast, outside of my past corporate job, it was an escape and I had so much fun. and That's what kept me moving forward. But if I didn't have that, I think it would be a lot harder to get through the everyday grind. If I didn't have this sport, I think it would be really challenging if I would have stayed in that corporate environment because I thought I had to and then not competed. But what have happened if I would have stayed at Amazon, I would have probably gotten promoted, made more money and um, everything would be great, but I would be stressed out. I'd be working all the time. I'd be traveling to places that are in the middle of nowhere I'd be meeting with other Amazon people that had no idea about the sport and probably weren't into health and fitness at all, and that was really hard for me because I, the more that I was spending working for Amazon, the less time I felt like I had to work on myself. I had to get my workouts in. I was just always tired because I had to work long days and long hours, and sometimes I have to do work after work, and it just to the point where it's like I almost couldn't even work out. I couldn't because I was so stressed out or I just would prioritize sleep rather than trying to get a workout in. And I felt like there was lackluster efforts in the gym because I was my mind was elsewhere. And it just kind of affected a lot of different things. And stress on your body for a long period of time is not healthy or, or good. So You know, I'm, I'm really happy that I did that. I know not everyone is in the situation where they can, but just realize like this goes for your job and then your, your mindset too. So if you are, even if you're competing and maybe you are happy with where you work, but you're not happy with like your body, you're putting yourself in this this box of you're not, your body structure isn't ideal. And I think in this sport, we do this too. We, you start and you have the school to get to a certain body fat and maybe you even do well, but then you get judges feedback that says, Well, you know, you you need to be leaner or tighter, or this needs to be bigger, or that needs to be bigger, and then you go back to work and you go back to work. And so I think eventually we get so conditioned to look at ourselves and only look for flaws that we forget to see all of the good parts too. And that's what this off season has taught me to do is no matter what, every athlete has a flaw somewhere. You know, it's really hard to have a perfectly perfect athlete unless you're like, even the top, of, the top of the crop of the sport has flaws. They still get feedback. Unless you're Mrs. Bikini Olympia. I mean, even then, they probably are giving her feedback of like, okay, in order to keep your title, this is what improvements we would love to see from you. So like keep that in mind that you see top athletes placing go down after the Olympia. It goes up. It goes all around because there's always improvements and flaws and different things that they're working on, too, and they're no different from you. My old volleyball coach used to tell me, and I lo- love this. This is kind of how I-, I learned to be competitive. Whenever we were on the volleyball court, and I remember distinctly the Mavs, it was a big thing. The Mavs were these tall girls that most likely were going to go D1 scholarships. But let's—we were like 13 or 14 at the time. Most of them were probably five, eight, and above, six foot, huge blockers, tall girls, thick, muscular. You just played amazing. They just, you know, they were amazing. There was this, this team, and uh, I remember right before we were about to play them, and. I would call our team that I used to play on when I was like 13 or 14, a scrappy team of short to medium height athletes. We weren't terrible. We weren't very good, but we worked really well together and we didn't give up. And our coach would say when we were like, oh, God, they're so good. Like, I don't know if we can do it. You know, old, kooky old man. We all put our pants on one foot or one pant leg at a time. Or we all put our shoes on one shoe at a time. You know, there's nothing different over on that side of the court than over on this side of the court. And any person can get beat on any given day and anyone can win on any given day. As long as you believe that it is possible and you do not give up and you give your best effort. So, like, that really stuck with me, like, through my whole life. Like, I still, I that's like one of those little... I don't know, distinct moments of like, okay, I can apply this to absolutely anything. So anytime you are getting ready for a very big show, like nationals, which a lot of you are getting ready to compete this weekend, a lot of you are getting ready to go to nationals. Some for your first time, some for second, third, fourth time, trying to get that pro card, trying to get a top call out, and it, And and just remember that there should not be stress. Anytime you compete, you're only competing against yourself. And the girl standing next to you, we all put our suit on one leg at a time. We all put our heels on one shoe at a time. You know, like there's nothing different. There's nothing different between an Olympian to, to an amateur. I mean, there is. But like on the core and the inside, we are just people. It is just always remember that on the inside, you are the same as a girl standing next to you. You're a girl that is, you know, dealing with some shit. We all have baggage. We all have different things that we're dealing with on a daily basis that no one can know or see or you don't talk about or whatever it is. You have struggles. You have financial struggles. You have family struggles. You have all these struggles in your life leading up to the moment on stage. Whatever reason that brought you to the stage, it is all different. You are competitive, otherwise you wouldn't be in a competition. You are competitive whether it's against yourself, whether it's with the other athletes, you wanna be your best. And at, at, on stage, right, everyone is equal. Everyone is equal on in that moment. You all prepped, you all dieted extremely hard, you all worked really hard. Everyone is deserving of a win. Unfortunately, we can't give participation trophies to everyone which is good because in life you should never want to get a participation trophy. Life is supposed to be hard. It's supposed to push you and you need to lose. You need to lose sometimes. So that way that you can feel how shitty it feels to lose and then come back and get better. I really believe that it is a strength to take a loss and then get to work and come back better. I really think that's something important. And I, I, like girls that have it easy, girls that don't experience a lot of losses, like I don't think they're necessarily better athletes. They might just be genetically gifted, but I think the girls in the back in the last callouts that were with me in the last callouts did not ever want to be in last callouts again. And I know for a fact that. It's either going to make you or it's going to break you. If you are a last call-outs gal and you've experienced the shitty suckness of not getting called out and having to stand on stage and wait for all the other people to pose until the judges don't even give two looks at you at the very end after you work months and spent thousands of dollars on stage to walk away with nothing but regret, remorse, depression, immediately post show. That's what last call outs felt like. Before I really did some self-reflection and realized like, all right, all right, Seth, you needed to experience that in order to have this improvement season to improve. And you know what? It might happen again. And I'm sure it will happen again. I'm sure I will experience a last call another time in my career. But I know that now I'm not going to stress about it and I'm not going to sh- overly stress myself out. I'm just going to leave it all out there. You can always improve. That's the, that's the great part about about life is you can always improve and you can always make a change and you can always get yourself out of these different boxes. So, literally and figuratively, there is a box on the on the floor, a taped box, when you are on stage, a literal taped box. You also, literally, well I guess figuratively, have a taped box in your mind that you put yourself in. And you say, I am all these different things, and then outside of the boxes, like outside of your comfort zone, they're all the things that you don't think you are, but just realize that. You can be anything that you want to be. You can go outside of your comfort zone. Right now, you may be a bodybuilder, but you could step outside of it. You could do something different. You could step inside of it and embrace it. You can do all these different things. You don't have to put pitch, like pin like pin yourself into this little box. Like there is always a solution to every problem. Always. Sometimes you just have to be a little bit creative and think about it for a little while. So by listening to this, I really encourage you guys just to keep pursuing what makes you happy. If it is this sport, which I hope it is, I wish you so much success on your journey. And just really remember that you have to believe that you are just as good as the girl standing next to you. Because if you don't, the judges won't. If you don't believe in yourself in your off-season, it's like... That's the majority of your career if you are going to do this sport long-term. It's going to be in an off-season for the most part. You are really on stage not that much. Um, You are going to constantly be working on feedback pretty much forever until you either hit your goal or until you retire. You'll be constantly working and working and working. So you have to be okay with who you are on the inside because your outside physique is going to change in the sport. It's going to go from fuller, it's going to go to fluffy, it's going to go to, you know, you might overshoot it and be a little bit more body fat than you'd like to. You might be too lean, you might be too hard, you might be too soft, you might spill over, you might have big shoulders one year and then small shoulders the next. You might have big glutes and then got to bring them down or hamstrings or quads or whatever. So your shape is going to keep morphing. So just be okay with who you are on the inside. So regardless if you retire from competing forever or if, you know, you are in an off season, you can always get back to your stage weight, which is amazing. If you've never started a fitness journey and you've never been lean, the amazing point is you've had a long time to rest and so you can definitely get in the best shape of your life as long as you believe it and just no self-doubt that's the biggest thing is like, you just can't self-doubt spend less time on social media don't compare yourself to others there's no way to tell who's going to win on show day until you are literally standing next to them on stage there's no way to freaking tell don't waste time looking at people's Pictures don't waste time looking up hashtags to see who you're competing against. That is a waste of time. Stop doing that. I know there's girls out there that are looking who's gonna be at their show and who their competition is. And guess what? It doesn't freaking matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're all gonna have to, you know, improve and make changes. Just focus on you and your journey alone, and just realize like you can do anything that you put your mind to you just have to believe that it is possible and then have a really great work ethic and do pretty much be willing to do what it takes to get there and take time too. just don't don't just get discouraged if you tried once and you've been to nationals once and you didn't get it, or if you've been in Nationals two, three, four times, like, you will have your time. Good luck at everyone competing at Nationals this weekend. I'm very excited to watch. I love when new pros go pro. It makes me, like, so inspired and so motivated. Thanks for listening, guys, and I will check in with you next week. I don't know if this... Oh, yeah, we'll have another episode before
0: Christmas, but happy holidays, and I will see you next Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to Cupcakes and Protein Shakes. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and feel motivated to take on your fitness journey. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. If you wanna stay up to date with my fitness journey and get more tips and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Savannah Sharp Fitness and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Savannah Sharp. And if you have a moment, please leave a rating and review of the show. Your feedback helps me create better content and reach more people who need it. Remember, no matter where you are on your fitness journey, you are capable of achieving your goals with hard work and discipline. Keep pushing yourself, stay motivated, and never give up. Thanks for listening and see you next week on Cupcakes and Protein Shakes.